you got to go with the trends. It's all about hashtag power on Twitter. That is what that platform promotes. Hey, everybody, and welcome to In the Den. Today's episode is me and Sam Cameron, our director of social media, talking about Twitter. Welcome, Sam. Hey, how you doing? Let's have some fun today. Absolutely. Right? Let's it's, do it. We always talk about what you should be doing in marketing. We talk about Facebook, and we talk about uh, Google, and we talk about you know Instagram, but we don't really play a lot with Twitter, so let's have some fun. Awesome. Um, as the director of our social media team here, tell me a little bit about your experience prior to the fun that is now Elon Musk. Yeah, so for me, I was on Twitter starting in 2009, so I think I was like a freshman in high school at that point. I didn't know too much about it. It was kind of a new space for me, and a couple of friends were like, have you heard of this thing called Twitter? And I was like, all right, I'm going to give it a try. So I made my first account. I wasn't really active on it because at the beginning, like most people, I didn't really know what it was for, what it was about, or like what you could do with it. It was very different. Yeah, it was it was really weird. And during that time, you didn't even nearly have the features that you have now. Um, so it took me a, probably another two years before I really was like, wow, Twitter is this really interesting space where you can kind of put these ideas out there and you can just have conversations with people and just kind of share opinions that you might not have necessarily had if you're on like Facebook or Instagram during that time. Yeah. But I loved the openness of it. I love the fact that I could kind of just say whatever I wanted. Like, I remember this one tweet that ended up getting like 50 retweets. And back then I was like, this is so cool for me in high school. And I literally tweeted something like, I really want some Oreos. And the <laughs> fact that like all these people collectively agreed with that one opinion that yeah. was literally You could nothing. see the power. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I could see it. And and to be able to be in a space where you could do whatever you want, say whatever you want, and there really weren't many repercussions other than Twitter jail, right. which was more than 100 tweets in an hour, I think you would like be banned for a little bit from tweeting because you were tweeting too much. Yeah. Um, but it was such a fun time back then. I can definitely say it was, it was a new feature. It was a new space that I, I fell in love with. Yeah, I've always been shocked when I like meet someone and, I, and they're like, oh, I'm a you know a Twitter person. I've talked about it on the show before how I, I tried and it yeah. just wasn't my jam. Like no yeah. matter how much I tried to get into it, but there are so many people that I talk to and they're like, oh yeah, the way I get my news is Twitter. The way yeah. I find out what's going on in the world is, you know, through Twitter. So now let's kind of fast forward because Elon Musk has been quoted as saying that he hates advertising. Yes. So it could be super problematic for advertisers or people that do depend on the platform to get out in front of other businesses or in front of their clientele. What do you or what are your thoughts and feelings around Elon Musk being a leader inside of Twitter now? I think he has a lot of interesting ideas. I think that at some point Twitter did need somewhat of a revamp. It started becoming uniform in a sense, but I definitely think some of the stuff that he's willing to risk has impacted businesses. It's impacted the way that people view Twitter and kind of the space that was once fun and energetic and creative has kind of become competitive. Um, it's become a place of popularity and people might have an opinion on something and not necessarily be fact-checked. Um, there's a lot of misinformation that 
that's flying around out there. And a lot of people, they feel like they should be validated in the way they feel just based off of how many likes and retweets they have and how much engagement they're getting. And even to the point of him unbanning accounts that were once taken down for violating Twitter's policies or saying things that were inappropriate and him kind of giving them a second chance, if you say, even that can be extremely dangerous on a platform as versatile and as a platform where you can say and do whatever you want, that power is insane. It, I mean, it definitely is. And and like you said, we live in a world where fake news and deep fakes and all of this stuff are becoming more yeah. prevalent, prevalent. And even fact checkers sometimes can't yeah. tell the difference and they, and they can't they can't follow the trail. So I know one of the things that, that he's doing or that Twitter, let's we'll say Twitter is doing is giving businesses the ability to have free ads. Yes. But there's a little bit of a catch there. They have to spend at least 500000 right. which Twitter is giving back to them. Um, do you think that this incentive is going to make advertising on the platform a viable option now that they're putting that out there? I mean, for large corporations, which a lot of them, you know, one of the really interesting things and facts about Twitter is that the Super Bowl is like their biggest advertising spend day. And there's a reason for that because, you know, everybody's online during the Super Bowl. Everybody wants to keep up with what's going on. And I think for big organizations, like, yeah, there's a lot of benefit to being able to utilize this incentive. But for the smaller kind of guys, it really puts them in a tough spot. And especially if you don't have that kind of money to spend on advertising, you know, how do you build that awareness? How do you build your brand on this type of platform? Right. That was going to be my next question is, you know, how is it going to impact smaller businesses? And are we going to still see it as a viable option for them? Um, so I think maybe the answer, maybe what you're about to say is that they, you know, if they don't have that budget, maybe they're going to have to look at some of the other paid yeah. media options that live within the social realm. Absolutely. And I mean, realistically, I think the types of corporations or organizations that are, are on Twitter um, it's a special place. You have to have a special way to connect with people to make them want to engage with you off of that platform. Because outside of like a retweet or a quote tweet or, you know, harding or favoriting a tweet, how do I motivate someone to then take action right. to actually move and do something that I want them to do? A really good example of this, and I've said this in the past that even though I worked at Pizza Hut a while ago, um, their advertising capabilities are awesome. And I, when I was act very active on Twitter, I would see this carousel ad where they had like a pan pizza and you could literally see the smoke. It was almost like a 3D effect on Twitter. <laughs> and that always stopped me on the timeline. I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. So you have to be very, very creative. You also have to be able to, like I mentioned before, to connect with people. And because it's such a vast range and um, types of people that are on there, whether they're business owners, whether they're just teenage kids, um, you have to be able to hit a large community at once. And for smaller businesses, that's really, really tough, especially if you have to spend a lot of money on platform to do it. And on top of the fact, in an instant, you could tweet something that, you know, two million people don't like and nobody could engage with you again. They can literally cancel you on the <laughs> Internet, especially on Twitter. There's this huge push for like cancel culture and rallying together behind stuff that we don't like. So it can be tough in the advertising space, even on other platforms as well. Yeah, I mean, it can definitely be be tough and it can be scary. Yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit more about the brand safety on Twitter yes. and what new measures 
do you see being put in place to, to give people that safety when it comes to their information being out there and, you know, the public, like you said, cancel culture yeah. and like just you take a lot of risk putting yourself out there. You definitely do. And I think it's hard for any social media platform to really ever be in full control of what happens and how quick things can start off as being fun and playful and then kind of take a turn for the worst. Um, I do think that Twitter does a good job of trying to regulate the types of content that people are seeing um, and trying to reduce a lot of that negativity and that cancel culture element by pushing more of the more positive content and trying to stay on top of what's happening in trends, what's happening in the world, um, especially like things during the Super Bowl. You'll see a lot of hashtags that <laughs> are promoting positivity and just coming together and like, who's your team? Who are you going for? You know, and then you have like the Pizza Hut spam of like, get your eight, nine, 99 breadsticks for, you know, the next 24 hours. <laughs> and then hours. your mouth is watering because the yeah. image is doing the trick, right? Absolutely. You see that smoke and it's like you can taste it or you yeah. can smell <laughs> Literally it. through the screen. Um, so I think that Twitter, I, I would personally say I never felt like I was in danger when I used the platform or even in danger of putting an idea out there that could get me canceled or put me in harm's way. I don't know if I necessarily saw a lot of misinformation. A lot of the things or the people that I followed at least were verified accounts and they would post links back to Works Cited or links back to their own website or platform where you could find out more information about what was going on and if there was truth to whatever was being put out there. Um, but I do know that you know, there's going to be times where things slip through the cracks. There's going to be Absolutely. misinformation that especially gets past during it. political season and Absolutely. all of that. I mean, I I am seeing some deep fake stuff that is really scary. Like yeah. being able to, I I could literally take your face, make you talk as yes. if you were talking, and you have no clue. Right. Like how you know, like, and it would really take a, a strong organization or a strong individual to be able to say, oh well, that's not really Sam yeah. talking. Well, yeah, it is. Look, there she is. Right. You know, she's having this. Con Maybe you're a deep fake right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You guys don't know. This might not even be me. It might not. <laughs> so let's uh, kind of leave our audience. We always do the final roar, as you know. Yeah. But I would like to leave them some tips, something that they can kind of walk away and think about. Are we doing this? Should we be doing this? So businesses that are anywhere from one to 30 million, which we consider kind of in that small business range, what kind of advertising or what should they be looking to do on Twitter? Honestly, you got to go with the trends. It's all about hashtag power on Twitter. That is what that platform promotes is the ability to bring people together with these hashtags. And we've seen it for movements across the world. I mean, there are things that are happening on Twitter at a pace that I think is a lot faster than other platforms. Mm -hmm. I think in very close competition, if not maybe just a little bit above is TikTok right. um, in the way that you can really spread knowledge and awareness about things that are going on. And in terms of businesses, be active, you know, engage with people. I think it's so funny how like Burger King and McDonald's literally have Twitter wars going back and forth, kind of bashing each other. Yeah. And then like Wendy's will come in out of nowhere <laughs> um, and join in on that fight. And like those are things that are fun and cool and interesting. And they really do make the audience want to engage. And I think if you want to be on this platform and you really want to make a name for yourself, you've got to go after everyone. You can't be exclusive to anybody. You have to try to make your content as available and accessible to everyone and follow people, talk to people, have conversations. You'd be surprised the power of having a, a big company in a thread with that verified check and then getting all of those retweets or even before the verified check step, even though now you can literally buy into it, but yeah. before when you couldn't, um, 
um, if you just had content and you were pushing it and responding back to people and liking people, they would start to follow you organically just because they love that level of engagement and attentiveness that these major corporations often can't provide. Yeah, and I think it is so important what you had said in the beginning about staying on top of the trends and being a part of them. And a lot of businesses shy away from that, right? They're afraid of whatever the hashtag is and like it doesn't relate to my business, but it does relate to your audience. If it didn't relate to your audience, it wouldn't be trending. Exactly. And what was trending this morning, probably only half of that is still trending now. Right. Because it is so fast and it changes. So there's always that opportunity to connect. And I am such a fan of the war between like McDonald's <laughs> and Burger King and stuff. I, I, there's so many memes like we'll do it your yeah. way and you'll love it. <laughs> like, and it's like just it, it's a lot of fun. So my tip to the audience is, is don't be afraid to have fun. Don't be afraid to take that deeper level of engagement with your audience and be a part of the trends that are happening because you can bet people are paying attention and they want to talk about the things that everyone else is talking about. And there's a way for you to incorporate your business into that. Absolutely. Well, Sam, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. And we will see you guys next time here in the den.